Okay, Natalia, I'm going to make you a drink before we get started. Fab. What, what would you like? I'll have... Go and try try make a coffee. Really? We'll mix it up a little bit. Okay, I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> I'm not the best coffee maker. You got this. I've got faith in you. Hi everyone, welcome to Recruit Tea. I'm your host, Emily Furbank, and we're going to be spilling the tea on the good, the bad, and the ugly of the recruitment industry. I'm going to be joined by an array of different people with various different backgrounds so we can get their point of view on what makes a real successful recruitment business. Come and join me for some tea. Is that really milky? It's quite milky, but mm. it was fine, it's fine. We'll, we'll let it cool down for a second. Go on, have a sip. Have Just a sip. Let's see an initial reaction. <laughs> you know what? It's actually not that bad. Okay, we'll get to the rating at the end, but... It's not that bad. First off, obviously, thanks for joining me. No, it's okay. I'm Recruit Tea. <laughs> um, it's obviously part of our mission. Of course. How long have you worked for Audition now? Oh gosh, where are we? August 2023. I started here 18. No. Oh my god, when did I start? January 2022. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> over a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, how did you first get into recruitment? Where did it all start? It was like, I think we were having this conversation the other day, um, like I didn't plan to go into recruitment. I went to uni, I did events management. Oh my God, I nearly did event management <laughs> at uni, okay. So that was kind of like the path for me. And then, um, yeah, it was more through friends. Like I've got quite a number of um, peers that are in recruitment. Mm. And then, yeah, just one of my friends one day I was like, um, I think you'd be good at this. Yeah. Do you, shall I get an interview set up for you? And I was like, yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. Because I had thought about it in the past, but it yeah. just didn't go down. down so, you, so you'd thought, so I, did you have like a preconceived idea of what recruitment was, like a stereotype of what recruitment was? Because I remember when I first interviewed for recruitment, I was still just like, I don't even know what recruitment is. I suppose, yeah, to some extent. Like <coughs> I've seen a new people that were in it. Mm. And to be honest, I think, and this is probably, I'm still in my 20s, so it's going to make me sound old, but like <laughs> younger, it was like, oh yeah, there's, there's like a lot of money involved, yeah, a lot of yeah. partying, like it was yeah. quite exciting. The dream for a 20 year old. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think that's probably what I looked at it as, but then like, as the time has gone on, and it, especially whilst I'm going with Audition, like, it's a lot more than that really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's not quite that mm. sex, drugs and rock and roll. It's no. not. It's yeah. not all the time, no. Um, <laughs> so first first role in recruitment, what, what were the first kind of few like few likes, few weeks like in recruitment? Can you remember kind of how how you felt, what kind of training you went through, what what were you having to learn and pick up? Yeah, so I was somewhere else before here. Mm -hmm. Um I don't really remember it that well. Um, it seems like a bit of a blur, but <laughs> um, it felt it was it was strange. To be honest, it was quite nerve wracking. 
Um, okay. I hadn't been in an environment like that before. Like so, that sales environment? Yeah. Okay. And it was just a bit, I think it was a little bit daunting and I was like, oh my gosh, what? It, you question it a little bit. Yeah. You know, when you get a bit nervous, you question, am I doing the right thing? Like, is this the right job for me? Or is yeah. it the environment that I'm in? Like, like loads of questions go through your head. Um, but yeah, like, it was... The tr the tr we got I got some tra some tra some some training. I can't get my words out. Um, some training, but probably not as much as I've got here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't really tell you that much about though those few months in my first recruitment job. Um, it was completely different to ambition. Wow. So yeah. So what kind of recruitment was it? Was it like contingent perm? It was um, a mixture. I was doing perm, right, um, okay. and that was it was renewable energy. Oh, yeah. I started in renewable. Did energy. you? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. So I started in like construction, renewable engine. Oh, okay. Engineering, like power plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever have to visit? No. Power plant? No, I wasn't that long enough for that. I don't know if it would have been. Something, why did you? Not, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> you didn't miss out on anything. Um, okay, so, quite a, so how long were you there for? If you, in your first um, recruitment role? Three, only three months. Okay, so you, you kind of dipped your toe into Dip the recruitment mm -hmm. world. It sounds like you were drawn into it by like, there's money, partying, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then you've come to Audition. Yes. So what, what's your role at Orbition? What's your job title? What does it mean? What do you actually do? Yes, so I'm a talent partner at Orbition. Okay, what, what does that mean? Yeah, it can mean something different. Yeah, so like, what, what does it mean at Orbition to be a, a talent partner? So f for my role, it's, it's mainly delivery. Like okay. delivery is kind of my sole focus. I'm dipping my toe into the BD side of things, nice. um, which can be exciting, but I know I'm very driven on the delivery side, mm -hmm. um, but even aside from that, like, you know, filling the roles, um, we do obviously a lot on the community side, which we'll come into in a little yeah. bit later, but um, yeah, I also like engage with people in our community, like form relationships, get people into the community as well, so, you know, it's there's a mixture of things going on, but I'd say primarily it's delivery focus. Yeah. So in your first role, in comparison to Audition's role then, mm -hmm. was your first role, was that a delivery focus role or was it like a straight in there, 360, build a desk, do BD, fill the role? What, what was the differences? I'd say it was straight in there, 360. Okay. But considering I was only there two or three months, um, probably it was, I was only really doing delivery stuff at yeah. the same time. But I think that was kind of the the aim of the game okay. really 360 okay. okay but i think you know some people they thrive off both um you know some are more kind of leaning towards one than the other but yeah delivery is probably where i get my hit yeah. <laughs> i'm the same and it's funny i remember even interviewing here and saying to kyle like i I'm just, I don't think I'm a very kind of BD person. But then when you actually think about it, an element of the candidate side mm -hmm. is BD. Because yeah. you, you have to, it's still kind of sales bringing new candidates in. Yeah. It's a sense of it. But, and I never really thought of it like that, that we all do have a, 
a little bit of BD with us. A little bit of BD. We can do there. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you've been with Orbition for for a while now. Yeah, it's felt like that. Yeah. Let's talk through some highs and lows mm -hmm. of recruitment in general. It doesn't have to be Orbition, but I imagine obviously you've been here longer than you were in your last company. So yeah, no, definitely, and it's been, and I'm sure. Um, a lot of people have been in the same boat, like recruitment is like a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. um, so there's been, in, I suppose, what, 18 months or so that I've been here, like yeah, there's been a lot of highs, a lot of lows, um, and they're probably going to be quite similar to other people. So I'd probably say my highs, um, I suppose within six to seven months i got my first promotion oh amazing yeah which was really good um so that was exciting and then on top of that i got to go away with some of the teams to barcelona straight after um which was amazing um you could call this a high but i probably think it's a low at the same time i got <laughs> i got top vomiter award of 2022 oh nice so some cool rewards going out here. yeah i wasn't okay. expecting that one but Oh my god. Um, Kyle likes to tell everyone the story of that whenever they join, so that's great. Oh. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there are a few highs. Um, Just before we go on to the lows, sorry. Yeah, go on. How, so you got your promotion, what did yes. you have to do to get that promotion? We set targets, KPIs, because a lot of recruitment companies can either be really heavily mm -hmm. KPI driven, mm -hmm. some not so much and it might just be targets or it might be goals yeah what how does that work here for you yes yeah, so like from the beginning we we really try to do things differently um we don't want to be massively you know focusing on the kpis yeah, hard numbers um but like there is there is obviously always a target that you need to meet um so for me to get to talent partner I had to make 100k in a row in six months. Nice, okay. And you know what, like, some of the, you know, some of the stuff that we work on here, it, I don't want to say it can be easy because, you know what, you think you're there and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you say it and then you'll have, like, uh, the dip in the road. Yeah, you're like, I'm not a foul. <laughs> oh, there we go, there's a candidate gone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, it is so achievable and doable. Like, yeah. so yeah, it was, um, yeah, 100k in a role in six months to get to that, yeah. So if you think about that, 100k in six months after only having three months experience, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so technically you had nine months experience and you'd hit, that's, that's really good. Well yeah, done. no, really, yeah, really good. And the thing is, I think, I think being here and considering when I started at Orbition, I was the, let me work this out, one, two, three, four, fifth member to start here okay so in that time i got a lot of like i got a lot of that one-to-one -one training nice which in some places if you go to a big organization you're not you're probably not going to get that yeah yeah and yeah, it's really on the floor training yeah yeah and that's where i've i've benefited it's funny isn't it so when you do training and when you learn are you a doer you need to be doing it yeah. and learning on the spot rather than being told how to do something. Yeah, if I'm going to go to 
a business and don't get me wrong there's a bit of it that we have to do here and they put me on a training program for a week that I have to sit through loads of questions all yeah. this I'm not going yeah, I'm not getting any of it yeah. I'm not yeah. so yeah I'm more of a doer okay so you mentioned trips away mm-hmm. how how does someone get on a trip away yeah so we have um we have little competitions that we have to do so it might be a case you'll have your annual target you need to hit a percentage of that to get on um that's usually that's usually the way around it that's nice and so it's based off your own annual target so you're not given like a company-wide well there might be a company-wide but Mm. you're not given like unrealistic it's a case of well this is your target let's do 50% of this 10% whatever it is a percentage of that to be able to go away pretty much and we had it as well where you know there could be and it kind of makes it a little bit more exciting having a bit of a point system as well so it could be you know like this 10 points could be like a CV send or like something along those lines. Yeah, especially if you're in delivery, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and that works on the BD side as well, like meeting your meetings yeah. that you're booking in. So that also adds kind of a level of, you know, like yeah. motivation, I suppose. Yeah, so then it's not all just about money, money, money. 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 Yeah, We're, exactly. We've got to do the productivity to, to get there as well. Okay, so Lowe's, come on. <laughs> we, we've ha- we all know, I mean, I've been there when... It might even just be annoying. I mean, I know I've had lows in that, like, you get someone to, like, a final mm-hmm. stage and they'll just suddenly drop out with no explanation. Mm-hmm. You're like, where is this person gone? Yes, yeah. It's literally like dating, being ghosted. Pretty much. Rude. Yeah. So talk us through the, the lows of, of recruitment. Yeah, so I suppose there's been a few tears here and there. Oh. But, um, no, I think you know when and this is probably quite relatable when things don't go to plan um when i say plan like what you were just saying there yeah, yeah. but more on i'd say a client side for example say like you know you've got your targets to meet and that role gets pulled at the final hurdle yeah, yeah. that's probably the worst thing because then that has a knock-on effect on you yeah um, it's probably more frustrating as well you've done all that work yeah yes that's a lot um so yeah i've been in that position a couple of times which wasn't great um and then that kind of i think you have to you do have to be a certain sort of person in recruitment you've got to be quite level-headed because it's easy to just like you know have a cry and be like oh you know get really demotivated by it but i think lows always kind of they teach you a lot. So like now yeah. I'm very more like if I get like bad news, I'm just like it just goes over my head. Just now. is what it is. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm the same. I think. I mean, look, it can't always go the way you want it to go. Mm-hmm. And if something goes wrong, it's a case of having that half an hour of having a bit of a sulk and being like, "This is really annoying." Yeah. But then jumping straight back on it. So, how do you overcome those lows? And is it? It's some. Is it? I'm guessing a mindset thing. So like you were just saying mm-hmm. in recruitment, you've got to have, what, what What kind of mindset is that? What kind of attributes and attitude do you think you need to, to be a re- good recruiter? I think, and a, a, probably there'll be a lot of recruiter, recruiters out there that will hate me for this comment. <laughs> but um, I think for me, what I have to do is if I get some bad news, instead of, like, I, I will, I'll switch off at half five. I will. 
Yeah. Where, unless I've got like, you know, unless there's things going on, I'll switch off. I'll go recoup for the evening, yeah. do something that makes me feel good, and I'll come yeah. back at like fresh again the next day, and ready to go. Yeah. That's how I do it. Um, what if that low comes at like 10 a.m.? <laughs> that low comes at 10 a.m. Uh, the things I would like to do through the day, <laughs> um, I can't do. Um, if it comes at 10 a.m., usually it's it's quite good. Like I'll have I'll have a chat with a friend in yeah. the office. Um, have your little moan. Have a little moan. Um, you know, kind of probably step out of the office on my lunch break for the actual hour. Yeah. And like have a bit of me time, but um, that's that's all you can do really. And we're very lucky at Orbition to have you know such a friendly culture that we can just big each other up when something goes bad. Like, yeah. and it's you know we can kind of make light of the situation. Yeah. So. That's probably how I would handle it. Whereas, like, probably a year ago, I'd be sat in the boardroom with my boss like, oh, I can't do this. I don't want to do recruitment anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> it is. You, I feel like you've got to be quite resilient, haven't you, yeah. in, in recruitment. And I think it's one of them where, as well, like, when something does go wrong, I think it's so important to look within yourself and think, right, was there genuinely something did I actually slip up somewhere like yeah. could I have done something better because I remember in past roles like when I was just doing pure delivery I was quite junior and it'd be a case of well did you do the interview prep did you debrief yeah. did you try trial the offer before even doing the offer did you were you confident that they would actually accept because I've learned a lot actually by doing just a like a trial close mm -hmm. If they're gonna say no, or if they're roaming an hour, you can then go straight back to the client and be like, "Look, yeah. this is what they're roaming an about. I've not actually put the offer out there, but what what can we do if you think, like, if you've got that little inkling that something's not gonna go right, yeah. solve it before we get there." And you do get it. Yeah, you do get you it. You feel it, don't mm. you? It's weird. It's really you odd. No, yeah, but you know. No, absolutely. So, so what's kept you in recruitment? It's such a roller coaster. I feel like. We're still quite young, but probably mm -hmm. feel quite old because mm -hmm. it is a really stressful environment. It yeah. really is. So what 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 keeps you here? Well, not necessarily ambition. Obviously, we want to keep you here. Mm -hmm. But what keeps you wanting to do recruitment? I think like I think it's it is like a way of um, like how I live my life nowadays. So like a lot's changed. Um, you know what, mainly on the financial aspects of things. Yeah. And, you know, money isn't everything at the end of the day, but what I've been able to do in the last two years, like, I probably wouldn't have been able to do a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, like, that, that element has me staying. And, like, I think especially with this company, um, very, very settled, like, I... I'm very big on, and I've always said this, whichever job I go into, I'm very big on culture. And if culture isn't right for me, I'm yeah, out. Yeah. Like, yeah. more than anything. Even if I like the job, if I can't work with the people around me, I'm out. Yeah. So I think that keeps me here a lot. Yeah. Um, which is nice. So, yeah, I think, and to be fair, the, the people that we speak to, kind of in the data and analytics world, they're, they're actually really interesting. Now, like a few years ago, you wouldn't th I wouldn't have thought I'd be sat here like talking yeah. to, you know, 
all these people in data understanding all these different terms like and it's actually really interesting and um it's just great to form those like relationships with them all yeah. so i mean it's the future as well isn't it as well like, exactly it's so big exactly no okay so you've talked there about the culture mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier that you were the fifth person into audition i think so fifth or so audition is quite small yeah what's people have this idea mm -hmm. that a small company mm -hmm. is a risk yeah i get it but any company is a risk you risk any role by moving any move in your career is always going to be a risk yeah so what is it do you think about a small company versus a corporate recruitment mm -hmm. company that mm -hmm. has worked for you yeah like i've before audition i'd never worked for a startup never I didn't even think. I'd be the same. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even. But like, I didn't even think about working for a startup. There's, it's not even crossed my mind. And I think, I don't think people need to stress about it as much as they probably should. Mm. Um, I think for me, it was the right move because I got to walk into a business that was young, so I could see it grow, see it develop. I could change with it. Yeah. Like, I know what my ambitions are, um, and it's easier to do that in a younger yeah. business. Like, you get that training and development so much quickly, so, yeah, so yeah. much quicker even, yeah, yeah. Um, than you would in, you know, a more corporate organisation. And, yeah, I think, I think that's probably probably it really on that part do you know what it is for me as well with a smaller business i i feel like our candidates and clients mm -hmm. feel more connected to us oh yeah because they're not ringing up a business that's got 150 people in there trying to get through to you mm -hmm. you you already have that kind of one-on-one -on -one with them because yeah there's not that many people for them to speak to so, <laughs> and it's always like I feel like that's a really big element as well obviously we're going to grow I'm not saying that we're going to be a 10 people business forever like we are going to grow but I feel like the way that Orbition work with the community mm -hmm. it gives that more customer focused kind of relationship yeah, would you say definitely Definitely. And yeah, of course we're going to grow, but I think we're doing it in the right way. Yeah. And I think people have to be really on board who join Audition with, you know, our kind of approach, our approach yeah, that we have. Point. Yeah. Um, How did you find that then? Because it is, it is, yeah. me and Kyle talk about this quite a lot. It is, it's a different approach. So how and i spoke to kyle about this how did you find that new mm. approach i know only you only did three months in the in your first one but mm -hmm. how was that shift what were the differences in that shift yeah so it's it was more kind of probably the content side of things that we do we do a lot on linkedin a lot of people know us from you know LinkedIn and you know us posting and it's like our driven by data community mm. so we have the we have the mentorship we have have our events our roundtables we're starting to do the personal branding courses like we do so much more than just placing someone in a job yeah and 
it's like I had a conversation with someone the other so sorry someone the other week that I placed and we just got chatting just about audition because he hadn't heard of us before mm. and we got talking about the community side of things and you can have that conversation with your candidates and with those potential clients as well and get them on board yeah. so there's always regardless of whether you know there's a job there there's always something that we can speak to them about and something that we're, that we're offering and what they can benefit from yeah yeah so i think that's i think that's something that's really unique and yeah. exciting yeah i was watching um a post today actually on how recruiters to do well now need to scale up so much mm -hmm. you can't just be someone at the end of a phone anymore yeah. like there's so much more to it i mean there's always been networking events but i feel like really hap like it's great that now recruitment companies are do they do do events like yeah that real one-on-one -on -one with your candidates and clients. It's not just a big corporate event that loads of businesses go to and you're trying to win business at the events. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember that is what an event used to be. You used to go to the event with loads of clients to try and win business and people would instantly be like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a recruiter and they would hate it. Yeah. They've gone to the event to socialize with peers mm -hmm. And then they'd just be like recruiters just dashing in there. Whereas I feel like it's nicer to build that sense of community and know that they're coming to an event to learn and gain. And we're not trying to yeah. intrude that. No, it makes sense. It's like I spoke to someone the other week and he was like, he got in touch with me. But he said to me on the call, he was like, I, I wouldn't usually speak to a recruiter yeah. because I've got really mixed feelings about about um, recruiters and I said well why why did you want to speak to me um, I knew what kind of the topic was but I was like what made you want to speak is that well I was speaking to someone that's been that's involved in your community yeah and she told me about audition groups so I thought why yeah. not pretty much so it's just like you know what it's getting the word out there yeah and so. we're obviously doing something right yeah which no, is definitely. really good so if you were to give someone some advice, mm -hmm. so we're kind of coming to the end of this episode now, mm -hmm. but if you were to give someone advice about wanting to get into recruitment mm -hmm. or even wanting to work for Ambition, yeah, what advice would you give them of how to work, best approach, top recruiter? Yeah, well, I probably, probably start off with, you know, if you're looking to get into recruitment, I'd probably say, you know, do your research, slow down at the beginning, look at different organisations, just don't go to, you know, the one place that's going to offer you some great perks and a, a great commission structure and then you're probably going to get lied to, yeah. potentially. Um, so yeah, definitely do your research. I think once you've joined, um, you know, you've joined that place, I'd say, don't be scared to ask questions because I know I didn't do that at the beginning. I didn't really speak up. Yeah. Um, and like get that ad get that advice on what you should say. Um, nine times out of ten, um, your manager's probably going to be like, "Go for it." Yeah, yeah. There might be that odd time that like you know you're just going to sound like every other recruiter out there, but always try something a little bit different. Um, and I think as well. I think if you're somewhere 
where you don't feel like you either fit in or you know the people around you you just not vibing with yeah yeah i'd leave straight away this yeah. is my advice because i think you work better around people that you know 100 percent. i think that's the biggest thing isn't it being mm -hmm. in the right environment with, with things definitely and you want people that are going to support oh, you yeah. Yeah. um and yet and finally i'd probably say the lows don't let them get to you that it's probably the hardest thing ever um don't take it personally don't take it personally it's just business and in a year's time you will look back and think i'm so happy that i went I through those lows yeah, yeah made those mistakes this happened because i got to learn i got to develop myself yeah and now i'm a achieving so much more yeah. so yeah. yeah i think in, in one of my old recruitment companies they actually used to say a mistake is not a bad thing because you're only going to learn from it oh 100 percent. so yeah. but you think it's the end of the world and it's not yeah at the time you yeah. think oh that money i've just lost but there's going to be <laughs> other opportunities to yeah. do a deal like that yeah 100 percent. okay last really important question then <laughs> so obviously we established that i'm not i'm not a coffee maker yeah we have gone rate oh, i don't know if i want this rating but rate me out of 10 for this coffee you know what i'd give it a seven that's all right you know that is all right for someone that what doesn't do make coffee to do for a 10. <laughs> to be honest i probably could have done with it maybe a little less milkier okay sorry my hands that's okay it's okay we can work on it um yeah i think it was probably the coffee we've got in the office as well. all right yeah let's just blame that perfect done i'll get better coffee get better coffee thank you so much no no worries thanks for joining me on recruit tea if you don't already please do subscribe and leave us a review and please do join us next time on recruit tea for some more gossip see you soon